Well, my beautiful brethren, welcome to the ILG and our show, Ruse with Ruby. Now currently hosted above the underground. Yes, no longer in the Baltimore basement. So, maybe today, it's going to sound like rhymes or verse, though I'm no poet. And remember, all we do here is lightwork, folks. No sponsors on this show, maybe an occasional shout-out, though. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was my brief rendition of Game of Thrones theme song on the harmonica, and I apologize for really butchering it badly, but at least I gave it a shot, I suppose. And we'll talk about giving more things a shot later on this episode. But anyway, let's get on to the noteworthy news for you folks today. Only a few things listed, and they are both about two news items that we mentioned last week, but just continuations of them, I suppose. The first news item is, yes, the black hole that was mentioned last episode from the EHT project, or the Event Horizon Telescope project, which did end up releasing their picture on April the 10th at the National Press Club in D.C. I wanted to ask you folks, though, Did you see the picture of the black hole? And if you did, what did you think? Did you think it was cool? You think it was plain? Think it was neat? I don't know, I guess. What did you think? So that's the first item on the noteworthy news. Our second item, and a continuation of the noteworthy news of last week, is yes, folks, the Game of Thrones. Season opener. And holy smokes. Was it one heck of an opener that was released last night? Well, Sunday night. Being that I am recording this on Monday night. But anyway, usually I do go to bed quite early. Because I am an old gentleman these days. At least that's what it feels like inside. But last night, folks, I decided to stay up, and watch the episode, as I may end up doing with the rest of the episodes in this season, since it is the final season of Game of Thrones. Being that I don't want to give away too many spoilers for you folks out there who haven't seen the first episode, all I must say is, well, and I think most people know this, who are watching the show, but the truth of who Jon Snow actually is, is finally revealed to him. As is a few other plot developments that basically seem to be setting up this season for some really terrific, and maybe even terrible, but hopefully not too terrible, more on the terrific side, events to occur. But yes, the truth is revealed to Jon Snow. And that ties into the title of the episode today, which is Throne of Truth. And our theme is going to be that we're going to talk a bit about thrones and truth in general. 
and the truth of our very nature and maybe how it's affected you or me. Realizing, or at least thinking about, who each and every one of us are. Well, that will lead on to the ILG developments then, folks. And being that we're going to talk about the truth, I wanted to put forth the proposition that, remember, folks, being on the presumption that the ILG is true until falsified, one could potentially say that the more real part of this universe is the idea space, correct? Because by the ILG, there is roughly 95% of this universe that is made up of this dark fluid or idea space matter that is also potentially tied to our consciousnesses, of which we are basically powered up by, and that this fluid, you could say almost source code, that our consciousnesses run on, is much more, or at least composes much more of this universe than the actual physical matter of which you could say we interact with and are much more used to dealing with on a daily basis as humans on planet Earth. So, the truth of really who we are, being beings tied to the infinite, is definitely deep. And I'd like to ask you folks, I or at least put forth the question, when you first thought about this thought, about being a being tied to the infinite nature of the universe and potentially being a consciousness that is a part of a collective shared consciousness with the universe, would you say that it changed your perspective on how you operate within this world on planet Earth? And how would you say it did, if it did? I guess I should also ask, how do you think the truth of who Jon Snow is is going to affect him? But I shouldn't mention that right now, since we are in the ILG developments, but I'll talk a bit more about it in Art of the Week. Anyway, on to the development of uh, the guidelines, being that, again, we are more or less done with speaking about the guidelines mentioned in Memo 9. I'd like to put forth a guideline that I've heard outside of the memos that I that I'd like to potentially consider here and there and that is risk it for the biscuit basically meaning trying something or at least risking something in order to get a specific reward now of course risking it for the biscuit is definitely not always going to be the thing that you probably want to do in a given situation, depending on what you're risking and depending on what type of biscuit you're chasing. But I'd like to ask you folks, are there certain aspirations that you have that people have told you are unrealistic or not probable to happen? 
and have therefore discouraged you from pursuing those aspirations? And if so, what are they? And if so, what's holding you back? And is the risk that you would be taking trying to pursue this aspiration something that is really that big of a risk or not that big of a risk at all? But I bring forth this proposition because I feel like today, risking it for the biscuit is, depending, of course, on the biscuit and what your risk is, but the concept of going out there and trying something that may seem unrealistic or not probable is the easiest it has ever been for all of humanity. And that the safety net that people have set up for each other, I think, is as dense as it's ever been and as uh, forgiving, I think, as it's ever been. So I guess I'd say... This could be something to consider. Okay. Another thing to consider is the word of the week. Which is our next section in this word of the week for this week. Is throne. Now. Now throne can mean a few different things. It's mostly a noun. But the verb version of it is to be put on a throne, but let's speak about the nouns, the definitions that the Googles gives us for throne are a few, and as follows, first being a ceremonial chair for a sovereign bishop or similar figure. Uh, The second would be something used to signify sovereign power. Third was a toilet, in parentheses, humorous wonder how often you call your own toilet the throne. Actually, I would prefer not to hear your response on that if we do get feedback, but <laughs> if you do, send it your response, all the better to you and all the more power to your throne. And finally, the fourth definition as listed on Google's is as noted in traditional Christian angelology, Throne as being the third highest order of the ninefold celestial hierarchy of angels. I never knew that, so that's quite interesting as well. It's also derived potentially from the Greek word thronos, or elevated seat. Thronos, thronos. Does that remind you of a word that we mentioned about in the art of the week of last week. Which brings up the art of the week of this week, folks. And for the art of the week this week, we're going to talk about Game of Thrones in general. I know I've spoken about Game of Thrones, but I'd like to put forth a few questions for you folks. Being that the first episode has kicked off, and the final season is underway. So, the questions are as follows... How do you think the season will end? Why do you think the show has been so prolific? Does the timing of such a show seem coincidental 
or appropriate? If you don't like the show, or don't watch it, what are your reasons? And it's alright if you don't watch it. I won't judge. Although I will say, you should probably watch it, because it's a pretty good show. But it's, I guess, not for everybody. And that's alright, if you don't. Okay. I must listen a bit more. Being that, I will admit that I must listen a bit more. We'll get on to listening to love. And in listening to love this week, I wanted to speak about dogs and dogs playing. Specifically related to, I guess, my observations of seeing both of my dogs play this past weekend and also my buddy's dogs play. Now, when these dogs played, it was mostly a wrestling match between the dogs. They were jumping all over each other and kind of lightly showing their teeth and biting onto each other's necks and jumping around some more. And it seemed a bit violent, but in the end, they seemed, in both occasions, both my dogs and my buddy's dogs, seemed to enjoy their playtime. And I wanted to ask you folks, I guess, how much rough play is acceptable nowadays, or seemingly acceptable? Because... I guess I also got to thinking and that about the fact that when I was in elementary school, we played dodgeball. And I believe nowadays, dodgeball is outlawed in all elementary school recesses. I can tell you that most of my dodgeball memories were pretty darn exciting and fun. And sure, I'm one person and sure there are other people out there that didn't have as fond memories of the game when we played it, but I don't know. I guess my question was related to this listening to love is how much play are we missing out on these days? Or how much play are you missing out in your own personal life? And could it play a role in making your life a bit better. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's about the show today. So for the outro, I should bring up a few things in that I apologize for not getting as much feedback as I thought I'd be able to get from more high-level academics out there. Just because I'm pretty curious about what few professors think in their opinion of the ILG, but I'll continue to try to reach out to people who are what most people would call, I guess, professionals in this field. Although, hey, I'm no professional, and I really like speaking about these topics. So, Again, even if you're not a professional out there, I encourage you to submit your own feedback of the show. And remember, you can reach out at all the socials 
or at josh.cherubelli at gmail.com. And I should say to share is to care, correct? So if you're liking the show, again, folks, feel free to share it. Anyway, remember, this is Roos with Ruby. I'm Josh Cherubelli, and I'm wishing you good morning, God bless, let's rest, and you're all the best.